0: Isaiah, let me ask you a question. Have you heard about Anchor by Spotify?
1: Nah, what's that?
0: Okay, let me give you the rundown. It's basically the easiest way to make a podcast. It gives you literally everything you need all in one place. Do you want to know how it works?
1: Yeah, tell me all about it.
0: Okay, well, Anchor lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start recording today. You don't even need any fancy software or anything like that.
1: Whoa, we got to get on top of that ASAP.
0: Right? And there's still more. You can distribute your podcast to the most popular listening platforms, including Spotify, with a single tap. Anchor is also the only place that you can publish video podcasts to Spotify.
1: What? I'm on Spotify every day. Let me log on real quick.
0: Also, with Anchor, creators like us can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, Anchor is totally free.
1: I'm gonna download the Anchor app and check anchor.fm and start today. Hey everyone, my name is Carrie, and I am with my brand new co-host Katie and we are here to bring you the cool water show, the Real Housewives universe recap for a silent podcast where we are anything but silent. Katie, how are you doing on this fine Wednesday evening? I am wonderful. I am so excited to do this.
0: It's like my dream just to talk about Housewives all the time. So, even if I get to talk about Housewives even for like a couple of hours, that's all I want to do. That's all I want to do. So, I'm great. I'm excited. So much
1: to talk about. I'm, Dude, I'm there's hot. been an uh, I'm overwhelmed with the amount of things that we could talk about that like we have to push off a major topic like Erica Jane to a a next episode yes. because Salt Lake City alone is a saga in itself.
0: I don't know that we've ever, as somebody who's watched the show live, like as it's happened, I haven't been one that like caught up. I don't know in Housewives history if we've ever been fed this much at one time ever. Like it just keeps coming. It just keeps coming and there's no sign of it stopping.
1: It was so overwhelming as someone who is like binging to catch up, of mm-hmm. just like, I watched, I caught up with, um, New York first and then Beverly Hills and then Salt Lake. No, then Potomac and then Salt Lake City. So I kind of went from like New York just being New York. It it seems like very lame and tame in comparison to like Salt Lake City. Which is wild, right? Right. Um, Up through. And I messaged you saying like, oh, my God, I'm caught up with Salt Lake City. And like this is the worst episode for me to get caught up on because I want to see the next episode so bad. It was such like a a privilege to be able to watch all of the season just like back to back to back with no commercials that now I have to wait a whole week like some peasant. I just I was so upset when I'm like, this is it. What do you mean, Amazon? Like, give me another one. (laughs) I know. I know. Well, I'm feeling I can't
0: stop thinking about I feel like they're all one, one piece of of a beautiful salt-like pie. The last week's episode and this week, week's episode, they just like kind of blend together for me mm-hmm. in this masterpiece, and I just can't stop thinking about it. It's just like it's consuming so much of my my mental capacity, and I'm just excited to say all the things about it because it's just – I've never seen anything like it before in my life
1: i agree entirely uh before we like dive headfirst into this um so i know you said that you watch week by week Mm -hmm. give our fans your fandom recap how yeah because from what i understand and know you are if in survivor terms a super fan
0: (laughs) i am a super fan it's the one thing i'm a super fan of i would consider i don't like to call myself a super fan of a survivor a big brother because there are way bigger super fans out Mm -hmm. there than me but housewives I'm a super fan. I've been watching since the real housewives of the OC in like 2006 or seven or whenever it premiered. I'm reading the Diamonds in Rose book that interviews all of the housewives and the producers. I've watched every season. The one I haven't gone too deep on is Miami and like I've touched in and out of Dallas, but I know the players. The rest, I'm like front and back. So I, I just feel like I know these women. They've been such figures in my life for decades it's Mm -hmm. like they're like my family and i love them that's how i feel about them they're my family and i love them
1: i can't imagine what your family thanksgiving is like if uh (laughs) it's the real housewives
0: honestly a dream come true that was (laughs) a a dream
1: i mean the Mm -hmm. the drama the politically incorrectness the everything that would come out of that there would be at least one or two more arrests you'd probably have swat fbi homeland security showing up there too for Um, sure for sure I am more of a recent just deep dive into this stuff. So what happened was I had heard for years that Vanderpump Rules is Mm. a show that I would enjoy. And I was like, "Eh, eh, whatever. eh," And then I finally watched it. I bought Hulu uh, Prime or whatever it's called. Hulu Plus. Hulu Plus. I was like, I got to stop watching this with commercials. Like, I just need this to go. And I fell in love with Lisa Vanderpump like many do. I know that Mm. she's your girl. She's my girl. Um, so I started watching Real Housewives Beverly Hills because of her. And then after Beverly Hills ended, I was like, all right, let's do this. Like, I'm in. And so I have now watched all of Beverly Hills, all of New York, all of um, Orange County, Potomac, Salt Lake City. I just started I just finished season one of Atlanta earlier today. Um Same. so I have the rest of Atlanta and New Jersey left. So I and then the other like the little shoot, like Miami and Dallas that are lesser in the eyes of mm-hmm. the universe, it seems. Mm-hmm. Um, that I will watch those as well. And I am one for one on the Peacock released episodes, not the Peacock uh, paid subscription episodes <laughs> of Ultimate Girl Strip, which is Same. what our I have named after. Uh, yes. I haven't cracked into the old wallet
0: to give them the five bucks for the for the month. So Dude, we'll at see, this point with like how
1: many streaming services I pay for, I might as well just have cable. Right. That's and how I feel too. Like my parents like leech off of me for all the subscription services. <laughs> so I can't <laughs> yeah. even like I really don't use Netflix. I feel like I could get away with asking a friend for Netflix. But then my parents would be like, where's the Netflix? Why is it not working? Blah, blah, blah. And it's I would yeah. get the like, we supported you for 18 years. You can't just pay for Netflix. And it's like, <laughs> shut up, Karen. That's literally my mom's name. Not a oh, no. <laughs> oh, <laughs> poor Karen, your mom. <laughs> she didn't like realize what it meant until like April because um, it was her 60th birthday and we planned a birthday party. in our group chat, my brother, my best friend, and my brother's girlfriend – was called "Don't Be a Karen," and she like saw We still use the chat, so she That's saw it come up on like Trevor's phone, and she's like, "What does that mean?" And so Trevor had to explain. But I digress. <laughs> so, well, shout out to Karen. Yes, uh, she will actually. She watches Real Housewives. If I told her about this, she she would probably listen. I don't know oh, if she cool. would figure out how to listen, but mm-hmm. I'll, I'll get her there eventually. So we'll give her a shout out when she might hear this. Perfect. <laughs> um. All right. We had decided there's probably like three major topics for us to talk about this week. And then yep. each week, instead of giving you like the step by step of the episode, because we feel like if you watch one episode, you've almost watched the episode prior to it within that episode because they repeat so many things that um, we want to go over Gensha and Salt Lake City just in general. Oh, yeah. The whole the whole thing, a little bit of Potomac and then our first episode of Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip. So that is your table of contents for the evening. Yep, I'm excited about all of them. My question for you, before we really get into uh, Shaw is it's like adjacent to her. Do you think Housewives knew that like she was being watched? Because that was my immediate thought of like, are they – Do they know that they're gonna get some some quality storylines by hiring this woman and like knowing that she's in some trouble, but like not letting her know that they know? Like, are my two like QAnon conspiracy theory here? So I feel like
0: my main knowledge comes from like the Erica Jane Teresa Judice arrests of the past. Teresa Judice, obviously Mm -hmm. historical. Um, Erica Jane, more recent.
1: Who Those hasn't been like, with anything yet? It's true. Allegedly.
0: <laughs> um, it, it feels like to me that these women that are on these shows are just so narcissistic and so mm-hmm. like full of themselves that they don't think that anything is ever going to happen to them. So I think what I feel like my whole theory on Jen Shah is that she's just a fraud in general, like a fraudulent person. Like mm-hmm. I, her house was rented last season that was not her real house and they kind of talked about that this season a little bit that she moved into a new rental mm-hmm. Um it's just like she puts on this show of wealth that always felt a little bit uh inauthentic to me
1: mm-hmm.
0: Um that I I don't think that they necessarily knew but I think they were like something's off here and we got to keep an eye on her because she's going to be like good TV but I don't think that they signed up for this like I don't think that they knew when they cast her that she was just this much of a a disaster
1: yeah no that makes sense because my thought when this was going it got it got erica jane like has there been arrest in every series you had luann in new york um oh that's right luann. It was there any arrests in atlanta because i'm yeah. only on season one but like are they purposely trying to get at least one criminal per series because it <laughs> provides some storylines this is what my you know? thoughts <laughs>
0: So there was not an arrest on Atlanta that I can think about, but prior to joining Atlanta as a friend, Marlo was arrested. Um, which I don't think you've met Marlo yet, but not she yet. just this season now is a full-time housewife and let me say she's put in her dues. She's been a friend of for I don't even know how many, like like at least five or six seasons she's been a friend of. And she delivers every season that she's on. So shout out to Marlo for finally getting her peach. But she was arrested prior to being featured on the show for, I believe, um, stabbing someone or threatening oh. to stab someone. I don't know exactly which one it is, but it's one of – had something to do with a sharp object. Um, okay. And I think a woman. So th- I guess technically that counts, but that's pre-Housewives. And then you're right. We did have Luann. And then Orange County – I don't know that we had anybody from our – oh, we did. We had Gina get arrested for a DWI or DUI, one of those. Oh, I don't right. Know the difference. Okay. Um, I don't know if we've had anybody on Dallas. Yeah, you know, I think we have more arrests in cities than non-arrests in cities. Yes, yeah,
1: I think we definitely showed that for sure. Yeah. So that was yeah. – my thought was like, I might be a little bit too conspiracy theory here. And that did they know? Because if they've been watching her for a year, it really isn't in and a year is like a figurative term because that's right. what they were kind of like throwing around. Um, they're like, Oh, if they're if all of these different like authorities are here, then they've been watching her for months, maybe even over right. a year, whatever. That's like, did they know? Like, did does Bravo know? Did they know that this is going to bring in some? Some quality storylines. so that's fun. Um, but I definitely was questioning it as mm-hmm. as I'm watching all this, and I think it's also it helps in the fact that like I've watched everything so condensely within the last right. calendar year that it just seems like everybody's getting arrested. Where right. <laughs> this has right. happened over time, <laughs> right? Um, so first and foremost, where are you at on Gensha?
0: Okay, I'm not a Genshaw fan. Mm-hmm. Um I think that she actually is uh whatever human equivalent of a monster is, I think that is Genshaw. I think mm-hmm. they've shown it. Um I mean, I guess we haven't seen the footage of her harassing her assistant, but mm-hmm. they've alluded to it on this season. Um and the footage is out there. You can hear the recording and if you it's a very quick Google. If you haven't seen it, I recommend it. Um last season she was just out of her mind just completely all over the place. Obviously, she just... She has anger problems, Mm -hmm. and she is just not a good person, and allegedly scamming the elderly is just such a terrible thing to, like, exploit a vulnerable population of people Mm -hmm. that I'm just like, I'll watch it, I'll enjoy it, but I'm completely out on Genshaw, and whatever happens to her happens to her, and I don't feel any sympathy.
1: Yeah, I... Definitely agree. I think something that I caught on to somewhat quickly was her lack of responsibility for her actions that yes. someone's like, you hurt me. And instead of being like, I'm sorry, she immediately is like, well, you did blah, blah, blah. And it's like, dude, you were you like making derogatory comments about a 20 what, one, 22 year old's um, sexuality right. who it, he's still figuring his shit out that right. you're- Like, you're the adult, and she's just not. And there's, like you said, everything, everything lines up. But that's that very early on, even last season, I noticed that she did things like that. That I just, I'm not big on that type of person. Yeah. If you're going to run your mouth and like do things, and you better be ready to like own up to it when someone calls you on it. And she does the exact opposite. She deflects that I'm just, I've been out on her from the very beginning. So then. Um with everything that's come out, it's just like, well, it only furthers um my like non-fandom of her. So that's fine. Uh not like that's fine what she did, but just like <laughs> I you aren't changing my it's not like an Erica for me. As you know, I've mm-hmm. I've always been like Erica. And this is more of a that's more of a wrestle for me than this is just like, all right, Jen, you you've sucked the whole time. This just adds on to it. Um this last episode, we get into, Ooh. like, it, it's just, <laughs> I I just was sitting there the whole time just thinking, like, please don't let this episode end. Give me more. Um, yes. When, so I think, like, a great place to start is when they're at Heather's place or, like, business in the, yeah. the party bus and she gets the call. What did you think of her being, like, Sharif has internal bleeding. I got to go.
0: So... Not great to say that your husband has internal bleeding and might need surgery. I mean, don't put it out into the universe like that. There's gotta be another
1: family emergency.
0: Family emergency, something, and I'm not saying implicate your son, but say, you know, my son, whose name I don't remember at at this moment. I know one of Sharif them is Junior? Sharif. One of them is Sharif, and then I know she has another son, but I guess Sharif Jr. is the younger one. Mm-hmm. Say you have to go pick him up at school or like something not as inflammatory as right. like your husband or not, maybe not inflammatory, but is not the right word, but something that can put that bad karma out into yeah. the universe that your husband has internal bleeding. Um, so wasn't here for that. That's for sure. And I don't even know, I would love to know who was on the phone. Cause I don't know. Yeah, we haven't found that out. I hope that we do. Um, but I don't know that he's implicated in this Sharif, her husband, because, uh, his name hasn't come up really. I assumed it like was that. Stu. I I would assume it was Stu also. Um, it makes the most sense, and he probably would know,
1: right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I think the reactions after, like, she leaves and then the cops show up is just some of, like – the most ridiculous stuff I've seen on TV, and just straight up, like period. You had such a variety of responses from the women in that vehicle. <laughs> like I'm, I'm laughing saying, <laughs> because I, I think of Heather being like, "We gotta call her. What, she's on the run. We need to give her a head start." Like, okay, Heather, ride or die. Like, if yeah, I get me a friend want... like Heather, yeah. Uh, first of all, <laughs> it's like
0: do do not get yourself involved in this no. mess. No. <laughs> But, I mean, truly, we all need a friend like Heather who is ride or die enough where Mm -hmm. if Homeland Security, the FBI, and uh, the NYPD for some reason. And the SWAT team. And the SWAT team is looking for you. Heather's like, you got to get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Um, So, you know, everybody needs a Heather gay in their lives. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm more of a Lisa Barlow, I think, in the sense of like, yeah, I don't think you should do that. Like calling all six of your lawyers. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if I would have gone that far. I don't know why she, first of all, needs six lawyers and why she needed to call every single one of them. But I can understand I'm the type of person when drama's happening, I need to talk about it. Mm-hmm. And I need to like, know everything right away. I'm not, I'm impatient when it comes mm-hmm. to things like that. So if I feel like a lawyer is gonna know what's going on, like well, I'll call my lawyers just to get
1: like the tea of it all, mm-hmm. but not for legal advice. Like, I don't I mean, you know. I also don't know if I would have done that on camera, just because it's mm-hmm. like. Why do you feel the need to call all six of them? Like, I, I'm scratching my chin at you. I'm not saying yeah. you've done anything shady, but I'm not saying you haven't done anything shady either. That was well, a little
0: sketch to me. I agree. And I also would really love to know how much all of these women actually knew because it feels like they all knew something
1: Mm -hmm. We just don't
0: know what extent. Like, obviously, Heather has come out and said, like, I knew that her business was unsavory, but I didn't know it was illegal. So they knew that, like, whatever she did Mm -hmm. was strange. Um, Whitney on the episode was saying she thought she had a sugar daddy because her lifestyle didn't make sense. So they, like, knew something was up. Mm -hmm. But I think Lisa and Meredith obviously knew more than the rest
1: of them, it seems like. Um, Whitney it might be like a private investigator in her spare time or something where she's like, oh, this is actually how all of this happens and just laid it out like without pulling out her phone to be like, hold on, let me Google this because maybe we could have gotten there with a a solid three to five minute Google and Mm -hmm. some reading. But Whitney just was like, call on me, teacher. I know the answer to this one. This is exactly how she scams these people out of money. Let me give you the play by play. Like, how did you know all of
0: that? And to speak with such authority on it all, mm-hmm. like this is what lead generation is. This is how you buy demographical data. This is, the, and it's just like, how? How do you know this? I learned
1: stuff from Whitney during Same. that. I was Same. like, oh, this is interesting. Okay, thank what you. What I really Keep talking, Whitney? What I saw
0: in my mind. In, is a future where we have Whitney on like a Celebrity Big Brother and she's running the show. That's what I saw. And I never put the two and two together, but the way she was like, Lisa's being suspicious right now. It was whispering and like mm-hmm. new and was so smart and putting all the pieces together. I was like, let's get her on a competition strategic reality show and see how she
1: does. That's kind of like where my mind went with Can her. Can we start that Twitter movement? I there is that to. whole like list running out in Twitter right now of like the supposed Celebrity Big Brother list maybe she could be a late ad maybe she's an alternate yeah. i mean weren't there like great alternates this year wasn't claire an alternate and then yes. like so maybe whitney we're, we're rooting for you let's get julie chen moonbez on the phone oh the last person i want to talk to is <laughs> her all right and her lack of support for women a, a sexual assault i yes the, it's that's true. like one of the biggest reasons i just can't get myself into that show because i cannot bring yeah. to support her but yeah. i'm not gonna go on that tirade tonight yeah. <laughs> that's another podcast (laughs) yeah that's that you have to uh subscribe to my patreon for that one I don't it doesn't exist (laughs) yet but when it does that'll be the first thing that I go off about (laughs) um so my other person I want to bring up is Jenny in all this where she's like can we just go on vacation like we can't change anything can we just we could have like been halfway there if we just left already you guys would stop trying to figure out something that you won't be able to figure out so like can we go? Can we just <laughs> she just go? straight up was like, TikTok ladies. Well, I was thinking like, first of all, Jenny
0: was in an entire mood. She just like immediately went and ate Jen's snacks out of the bag. And everyone's like, can we like, let, uh, what did Heather say? Like, um, something about a, I don't know, something about the grape, whatever. But she's like, let it, you know, whatever, like give it a minute before you yeah. go through her snacks. Um, which I thought, you know what? eat her snacks. She's not coming back. Those are perfectly good snacks. Eat those snacks. Um, And then just like her sitting there while everybody's crying and she's just like taking a swig of whatever's in her water bottle. I don't feel like that was water or coffee. Maybe it was coffee with a little something in it for the ride. Um, But she was just in an entire mood the entire Mm -hmm. time. And like she doesn't really know Jen that well. You know, she's in this group. So everybody's sitting there crying and thinking about Stu and Jen's family. She's just like, she's just vibing in this huge... Van. Van yeah. bus. I don't know what it was, but
1: yeah, whatever transport you would call that. Um, I thought that the crying was a little over the top for me. And Damn. I don't know if it's because I'm not an emotional person, mm-hmm. but I can understand like feeling bad for her kids, even her husband. Um, but at the end of the day, like she's an adult that made choices that yep. knowing that they were legal choices, that if they got caught, like puts her family in this this situation. So it's just very hard for me to like I don't I don't know how it becomes that much of a waterworks where it just seemed like they weren't placing as much blame on her as they should have. And right. even it was like in the moment and that's their friend. And I think sometimes it's harder to believe that like someone, you know, and who has spent time with your family and you have spent time with their family and everything like could. was like, all right, the tears are a bit much here, guys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it
0: almost felt like they remembered that they were on a show and they mm-hmm. were like, oh, she might watch this or something and they had to, like, turn it on. But that's what yeah. it felt like to me. Um, I get, I mean, I get it. Maybe it all just, like, hit them. I also feel like Lisa did her best to, like, squeeze a tear out and maybe mm-hmm. we saw her to, but it really was Heather putting on... Uh, Heather has this relationship with Jen that I don't understand. Jen treats her like total garbage and she is... Mm-hmm truly such a ride or die for her and crying over this and is still out there saying like, I support her through everything she's going through. I I don't know the hold that Jen has on Heather. I hope she frees herself from it because she's not worth it. Heather, Heather, you're too good. You're too good. You don't need this. You could
1: ride or die for anybody else. It would be fine. Like you've shown your level of friendship and what you're capable of just in that scene alone. Um, But you don't need to, like, give that unwavering loyalty to someone who would never return that to you.
0: Yeah, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Love yourself more than that, Heather.
1: (laughs) Uh, Missing from the bus when all this happened is uh, Meredith, because Meredith is already in Vail. Now, I have to give a little side thing. I mix up Meredith and Lisa all the time. The fact yes. that I didn't just get that wrong, I was very proud of me. And I'm going to give myself a pat on the back. User one. Um, Like, I know who each is and I know each of their, like, storylines. But at the same time, to me, I don't I don't know why I can't distinguish them from each other, like, name-wise. I will mix them up, like, uh, an elderly person. Like, my grandma used to always, like, rattle off, like, four of the grand she got one that she was actually trying to talk to like sean todd trevor carrie it's like who which one (laughs) like that's how i feel in my brain when those two so anyway when i eventually mix them up that you have your uh you have your forwarding on that (laughs) 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 when you're like no carrie that's lisa i'll be like you're right (laughs) you're absolutely correct um so meredith is just like chilling in the tub With her with her uh bubble beard. Her bubble well, first it's like she gets
0: that FaceTime from Lisa mm-hmm. and she's like, historically Meredith doesn't give us a lot of emotion. And this is the most joy I've ever seen. Even though it wasn't like obvious joy, you could tell she was just radiating joy from this call. Like mm-hmm. she's like, Smooches, the house is amazing. So you guys see it? and it's like, wait a second, did you not hear what she just told you over the phone, someone who is in your friend group, we won't call her a friend because they've had their issues, Mm -hmm. just got hunted down by uh, Homeland Security and and the FBI and a SWAT team and the NYPD. And you're talking about how great the house is and like smooches. and didn't even blink an eye about it. And then just took the longest bath of all time. Like I need to know how long that bath was.
1: It could have been 30 minutes and it could have been three hours It could be longer than three hours. I would believe any of those times.
0: No question. Uh, Me too. And the episode was broken down into timestamps. It was all filmed over what, like an eight hour period, maybe a little shorter, like a six hour. So, which is incredible. Incredible filmmaking. Give these awards to these editors and these producers for doing this. But there were timestamps on the screen and like location stamps. Mm -hmm. One thing we didn't get was like when Mary got there, how long was it until the other women got there? Because uh, Meredith was still in the bath
1: the whole mm-hmm. time so i need yeah. to know
0: that time interval you just need to know also doesn't like pleasant to sit in your own filth for that long and get all pruny i don't know
1: the personally. pruny part is what gets me because yeah. like maybe she rinsed off in the shower beforehand and it's like true clean true. maybe i don't know but um just at some point like doesn't your skin become uncomfortable like me. i don't anyway so yeah that was a very long bath mm-hmm. and I just love that she was like perfectly covered up. Also covered the chin because uh, you don't need your chin showing. <laughs> that chin,
0: that bubble beard on her chin—it's like that is gonna be a vision in my mind
1: forever, forever. I'm never gonna not see it. If she had like the right personality, that's what you make your Instagram picture, like your profile yeah. picture. Oh yeah, because that's just funny. Yes. But I don't think she does that. So no, anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, she was just like so nonchalant about a lot of it when she was talking to Mary just like yeah you know like I I can't say I'm surprised and it's like that's it like there was like four different federal authorities in the parking lot of your friend's business with guns the size of like hunting dogs (laughs) yeah you're just like "Eh, I, I wouldn't have bet against that happening Mm-hmm. And I, there's rumors out there that
0: she, and I think she jokes about it, is that she's the one that tipped off the authorities. That, that I would love. They if would that was be
1: true.
0: It. Me too. Like I'm rooting for it. I was Same. like, no, Meredith didn't. But now I'm like, maybe she did because she no didn't blink an eye. Wasn't surprised.
1: Seemed like she was like, yep. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I'm going to the bath. Yeah, because there was some stuff about like who tipped them off Mm -hmm. that she was here. But then they said later in the episode, like they had her phone pinged and she was arrested on the side of the road. So I don't necessarily think that anyone was tipped off in that instance or like, or that anyone did any tipping, I guess if she had her phone pinged because they're following that the whole time. Um, Right. Right. So, but I do hope that somehow Meredith did. Just because that would be phenomenal television.
0: Truly. It truly would be. And I, I think she'd own be. it. I think she'd be like, yeah, I did. What if it was like Brooks? <laughs> well, it could be. It could be the two I, of them together. That would
1: I wouldn't be surprised. If Mara's just like, Brooks, you know what? She has been saying some shitty things about you and I have the perfect way of getting her back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Here at your leisure, this phone number, contact these people and tell yep. them where she's going to be and this is what she's been doing and it's like – Okay, mom. Thank you. Also, yeah, I'm gonna make another tracksuit for a next fashion show. Yep. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I would, I would really appreciate that. But that's probably fan fiction that I'm writing. Right I'm now.
0: here for the fan fiction.
1: Okay, I'm here cool. For it. Yeah. Um. Everybody gets to the house and that sit down at the table. I. It just made me think of like, you know, when you have the wild nights out and like everyone except for maybe one person gets blackout, and even that black that non blackout was like. Still pretty drunk. Yeah. And the next morning, you're trying to like piece together what happened. And you're having the rehash session. That was what that reminded me of. Yes. Yeah. I can totally see that. I can totally see that. What came out of that for you that you were like, okay, oh Jen shot, like, we tell me more? Because so I much. feel like there were so many things. There were so many.
0: So much. So, first, the clutch that was stolen from Meredith's store. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess the long and short of it is that Meredith has a store that sells like jewelry and I guess accessories in Salt Lake City. Jen was texting Meredith furiously eight times to open the store and said she was banging on the door or something Mm -hmm. like that to reopen the store. So her manager opened the store and one of the assistants stole a, a clutch. And I would like to know how much this clutch costs because like it seems weird. Why are you going to steal? Maybe it was an accident. It just seems weird. But then, you know, whatever they confronted Jen about it, the assistant brought it back the next day and they had the footage. They had the security camera mm-hmm. footage and it was just like everything. I was like, oh my God, like they're. Sh-. I was like, okay, whatever this story, who cares? And then we saw the footage and I was like, she gave them the security footage. Like I mm-hmm. just, I couldn't believe it. And then there's also the fact that Heather got Jen an Uber, and she got out on the side of the road, half a mile. Like, what? I just need to know everything. I need to know more. I give me everything. I need to know more. And it felt like Lisa knew something, and she wasn't saying it. So that's Mm -hmm. why I'm just like, you, you ladies, got to spill it. Obviously, you're in on something. You know what's going. You know there's something not right about Jen. So give it, give it to us. Yeah, like at this
1: point, why are you holding back on it? Just, just tell us all. Right. Um, the oh shoot what was i gonna say there was something that I was gonna say oh did you see like stuff online that the assistant like put up stuff on his instagram story mm-hmm. because, like, um that he didn't steal it and right brought it back and then like accused meredith of being homophobic which is why um she oh, I didn't see like, that part yeah what and so like Reddit was like, listen, I could have potentially believed you up until you like we're calling her homophobic because yeah. like she's the least of them to right. be to potentially be that way. And it just seems like you're taking Jen Shah's strategy of deny everything. Um, so, yeah, he was out on Instagram just like defending himself. Mm-hmm. And I guess he used to be Heather's he used to work at um, Heather's business and then she fired him because her policy is you can't accept tips and he is accepting tips. She found out, fired him. And I think it was Jen Shaw that told Heather that he was accepting tips. And so she felt bad for ratting him out. So then hired him. Oh, my I read God. all that on Reddit.
0: This is all brand new information to me.
1: I feel like, I feel smart for telling you something about this show that you don't know. This is like, this is a, a prestigious honor for me right now.
0: <laughs> I'm just like, the, the web just keeps getting spun, mm-hmm. but more and more, I, I don't even know what to say about that. So Jen got this man fired, gave him a job, he stole a clutch, brought it back, and she still didn't fire him fire the guy, okay? Obviously, yeah. he's not like, not the best person to
1: have on your staff. Well, I guess he's from Brazil, and so his point mm. was like, I was brought up not to do dumb things because, like, I don't want to be deported. And, um, so, like, all this, is it, like, it it's false. I wouldn't do this. Um, and he said that, like, Jen kind of took some sympathy or empathy mm-hmm. as, okay. um, so I think, like, that, there's a part of that that mixes into it. Yeah. So I don't know. But either way, like you said, these the web just keeps interweaving more and more, and I just need more answers. The more information I need, I I need more answers because I don't yes. know if it's providing me – like, I feel like that meme with the dude with, like, all the stuff yes. going on in the <laughs> background. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going to turn my wall into one of those whiteboards. <laughs> uh, someone who I think is, like – particularly quiet through all this and we had talked earlier that we'll, we're gonna have to get into this more is mary oh yeah um oh yeah i mean like we have heard that she runs quite the church over there that like people mm-hmm. think she is god that go to that church yep. um there was the guy that they showed the conversation with lisa with meredith was his, his at
0: Lisa's son's event but he
1: was speaking to Meredith. See, this is where I would mix the two of them. Yeah. Up. Um where like within 13 seconds he's like, "Yeah, she's the absolute worst." <laughs> like he did not hold
0: back at all.
1: Right. But like also
0: Whitney knows of this guy as well and knows mm-hmm. the story. So, I'm I'm really hoping they give us more of this next week. I think I put this on Twitter but I when I watched the preview for next week. I think I gasped audibly at least six times. Like, I just feel like they gave us even so much in the preview where I'm like, it's just like, it just feels like it's going to keep growing and growing and growing and getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Like, it's not, uh, it doesn't feel like we're hitting the brakes anytime soon with anything that's going on. Plus the Mary story is going to like fully get baked. It feels like. Yeah. We've only gotten like little breadcrumbs right now.
1: I mean, this could be a great season to be a good person for the non gens and Marys of the season. Like, you guys can be really seen as heroes here if you just, like, keep it on the straight and narrow. Yep. Um, But I do think we're getting some, like, crazy storylines coming up. But, yeah, she was, like, kind of quiet through most of the Gen talk, which is interesting because, like, they had their issues last year. Mm -hmm. But you also wonder, like, well, I'm not going to run my mouth because I'm running – Like this whole thing behind me that I just don't need to be brought up as like in retaliation. Because clearly people at that dinner know that shit's shady over there too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think that was a smart move
0: on her part. I also do want to say that she has her step-grandfather, who is also her husband's name in her phone as dad. Um, So there's that. Which is just like a whole new layer of bizarre. Um, and for the anybody listening that doesn't know, she is married to her step grandfather, her grandmother's
1: ex husband. Um, They've really backed off that component of their relationship yeah. this season. Mm-hmm. She's someone that during the first season I was like, she doesn't need to come back next season. No, I don't need more of her. But now, thrilled.
0: Which I'm thrilled also she's here
1: again makes me think like. She didn't provide too much because she like separated herself so much because she didn't want to be around Jen last Mm -hmm. season. Like does Bravo know that she's running whatever Mm -hmm. Jesus facility she's got going on right now? Like what does – Bravo? how much of the shenanigans does Bravo know in terms of who they're getting and who they're keeping around? Because otherwise like for someone who is so willing to just stay away from the group for the majority of last season – it was like, why are you bringing her back if she doesn't want mm-hmm. to interact with people? But now right. it makes some sense.
0: Yeah. And I do think she had a good perf- – maybe performance isn't the right word, but like a good showing at the reunion last season where I mm-hmm. felt like that was the most that she gave us in season one. So they probably – I mean, aside from all the Jen stuff, and I, I definitely think they knew about the church stuff because that was out there. Like mm-hmm. on Reddit when they released the, the women, it it was out there. People were talking about it. Um, So I think – I think they knew that they had a gold mine. They just needed to kind of like squeeze it out of her a little bit. And it feels yeah. like she's way more willing to play ball this season. And I'm, she's, I don't even know what words I can use to describe her, but she gives me joy in a way that I never thought possible just mm-hmm. because of the way that she acts on the television screen. Like, I, I, it's nothing, I can't,
1: I can't find the words to explain it. I, um, like I definitely felt bad for Whitney in the last episode when yes. um, Mary was just like going off on her so unnecessarily and Whitney so was like, I was the one person who defended you and this is how you're going to treat me because I didn't answer. Because at first this whole like you didn't call me back thing made it seem like she got four or five mis- or, like missed FaceTimes and then just didn't call back. I can understand being annoyed by that. I get annoyed when I, like, text someone and then I see that they didn't text me back and I say that they tweeted or something or, like, post on Instagram. It's like, bitch, you've been on your phone. Like, (laughs) answer me. I'm not one to just, like, have random conversation. Just answer me. So, like, I understand that frustration. However, we learned that Whitney did call her back. It was just two hours later. Right. And so for Mary to get so mad about that over – two hours of like i i can't i just was like this this bitch is crazy she oh my god. she thinks she's god she thinks that you needs it when she calls you answer yes and if you I, don't I, I... she smites you by trying to make you dress like a, a slutty mafia member
0: well that's the most amazing part of it all and obviously we're talking about this week but last week i do feel like we need to say that there was a, a party at that uh was that
1: two weeks like- ago that was 2 weeks ago the, in the wow. 2 hour
0: episode. Um oh, and, maybe
1: that's why I didn't realize it. As I said, I've watched everything altogether. Right, right,
0: right, right. Um Mary uh hosted a cooking class and told everyone to come dressed up with like Italian streetwear, but specifically told Whitney to come dressed as like a um an, a mafia a slutty mafia person. Yeah, I don't like, like to say slutty, she's... but it's like like a slutty Halloween costume.
1: Yeah. It yeah. was very risque, very not quite. Salt Lake City, <laughs> quite, quite. Um, so yeah, I I didn't realize that it wasn't last week. It all blends together, but it makes sense because this week started with the the like them being back at the or at the van where everything went down. So, but I still think it's worth noting that like we are beginning to see the very much like complex of Mary and um, there's going to be a downfall and it's going to be glorious. Yes. Yes, and I, I'm ready. I'm ready for it. Uh, one last thing that I forgot to bring up about the uh, the whole Jen thing at the table when they were like, yeah, and she's flagged by Louis Vuitton for always paying cash. <laughs> was it Lisa who was like, I would rather be detained by the feds than be and, red flagged yep, by flagged Louis, Louis Vuitton? Vuitton. <laughs> I didn't know that that was a thing that could happen. Um, I think that there's a lot of stuff that businesses do that – they're very good at keeping under wraps so that they don't have to like change the way that they monitor things. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a friend who used to work for Discover but now works for Facebook and like because he had to be so secretive because he worked in the money laundering department, not like like uh, catching it, not doing it. Not doing <laughs> it. <laughs> like I would have him – he just like couldn't say so much stuff. Um And like I had him in my phone as Shiv CIA because I was convinced he worked for the CIA. He didn't actually work because of just like how secretive he had to be about things that I think that like a lot of those things kind of kept under wraps so that they don't have to be like, all right, well, now this is how we catch people is out on Reddit. So don't do this. Instead, do this or whatever. Um, Yeah, I think there's a lot of things like that. But I guess it makes sense because if you have like if, if Louis Vuitton is expensive and you're able to just like walk in with bands on bands of cash like yeah it totally makes sense every time too it's a problem i'll never experience yeah this is a a problem out of my tax bracket yes absolutely even my general interest of brands anyway but (laughs) uh i did think that was funny when she was just like yeah Yeah. feds arrest me if i can't shop at louis vuitton i don't want to shop anywhere at all just put me in jail (laughs) yep yep um Is there anything else that you want to mention about Salt Lake City?
0: The only thing I want to say is that that I didn't love about this episode is that I didn't think we needed security, like ring doorbell footage of Jen's son and her nephew, um, who are two very young black men being Mm -hmm. escorted out of the house by a huge swath of police officers with their hands up. Like we don't, we don't need that, especially with like the culture in this country right now mm-hmm. like I, we didn't need to see that 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 should have been left on the editing floor like give those kids their privacy they are not involved in this that shouldn't have been those kids like people in their school is gonna see it like I, yeah. that I didn't like and I thought that was very tactless that Bravo included that in the episode like I get that it adds to the story that they're there but like cut the part out with her kids and her nephew on, on yeah the screen.
1: And that was the first thing I had on my list and somehow managed to skip over it yeah um yes I 100% agree and like uh not to like put too much or basically let's put it this way my family experienced something where the police had to come to our house and just like the way it was I wasn't there personally but the rest of my family was and just like how demeaning it was to them yeah. that I and we lived in like or they still live but lived in like a small uh suburban like somewhat conservative middle class town where like there's one high school everyone knows everyone's shit like mm-hmm. there's the town newspaper and everyone's first thing they do is open up to the police blotter like yeah I'm guilty of it too <laughs> um so like I can't imagine if that was to be on tv and like broadcasted to a national audience I yeah. and like I wasn't even there for that happening with my family so watching that I was just like this is I like I get that like, you're trying to show how dramatic this is and that like Her son had to walk out with his hands up above his head being like, what is going on? But you can still have the impact and severity of what's happening here um, be the same without showing that. Yeah, I I completely agree. And they had the part where the producer was outside
0: talking to the Homeland Security. Like, we know they're at the house we saw that part of it. We don't need to see the doorbell footage. Like, these are two young men like, that are not involved from what we know and I'm sure that they're not. Yeah. This has to be hard for them in general. We don't need to see that on top of it. Like that kind of like made me feel like a little just, like gross to watch. I was just like, Ugh, I don't, from what was like a high of like, oh my God, I can't believe this yeah. is happening. Then to like flash that, I was like, oh, I don't like this. Like this, this took a turn. I mean, it turned back, but I, that part still like sticks out to me and I don't feel, I don't, I don't love that they did that.
1: Yeah. No, I definitely agree. Um, hundred percent with what you're saying. And like for me and, I didn't like register that that happened until I was on Reddit afterwards. And I was like, oh, yeah, that is fucked up. Like, yeah. why did they do that? <laughs> like, I don't know if I just like didn't even notice that the, the kid was on there or whatever. But it was just like, oh, why? Like, I think I was more caught by the off guard by the fact that who's giving their ring camera footage to this show. But that also kind of goes with the whole rental thing that. Yeah. Um, oh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, but it, it wasn't this, Jen who did it. They probably right. contacted the, because I had heard that was like an Airbnb. It wasn't even like, yeah, straight something up. like that. Yeah. So I'm sure that Bravo was like, hey, <laughs> yeah, can we get that? And we will repay you in a very nice fashion. Because um, why would Jen Shaw and her family give right. that up otherwise? I also heard, smart, I don't know where
0: that you can subpoena, which I doubt that Bravo did this, but like you can request that it's like part of like public domain or something. I mean, I don't know terms, but so mm-hmm. it's like you can get ring footage somewhat easily, maybe mm-hmm. if you have a reason to have it.
1: I, I I doubt that putting it on a TV show is a right. Good I'm sure that like who knows um like police and authorities can because right. I mean it's such an and an extra way in terms of like catching people doing things, but mm-hmm. I don't know if Bravo can. I'm sure they just were like, yo, here's some money. Right. That this way. <laughs> right. right. Uh, But yes, I definitely agree with you. I'm excited for next week. Um, I want to see more of this. Yes. Can't wait. Can't wait. All right. Our next show, which is coming to an end next week, I believe. I think we're only having a three part reunion. Right, we have a four-parter. Oh my god! But this one was I so know. boring. We didn't I even know. need the second part. No, we didn't. Like literally, the description on Amazon because I've like, I've, I've spoiled myself with buying <laughs> Hulu Plus with the no mm-hmm. commercials and binging everything up to it. That watching on the Bravo app is torture oh, because yeah. it doesn't like save where I'm at. And then you have to they show like the one like this, the stuff you haven't seen or whatever episode in between each normal episode. So you have to fast forward through that and like, you know what? I am a grown woman with disposable income because I have no (laughs) child. I'm going to spend some extra money on on this. So instead, I like buy the season on Amazon Prime and watch it without commercials there. Uh, But like Amazon's description of it was just like. Uh, Giselle gets emotional when Karen talks about um, like how much she cares about her kids. Like that was it. That was the yep. sentence description. It's like that's all that
0: happened. Honestly, I rewatched it today because I was like, I can't think of any points that I want. And I don't know if we said, but we're we've moved on to the Potomac reunion. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love Potomac. It's I think it's my it's probably my favorite city. Yeah. I have a lot of love for New Jersey just always it's just such a good just the history of it but I think like the one that's the most fun to watch that makes me truly laugh out loud is Potomac Mm -hmm. and I couldn't think of anything to talk about because I was like what even happened and then I rewatched I was like I I must have missed something or it was multitasking and I rewatched it again tonight and I was like nothing I I don't really have anything
1: no filler this is
0: a filler episode for sure
1: yeah I definitely agree with you um I thought, like, the only funny part was Andy, like, really uh, pushing buttons about the candles. <laughs> and, like, yes, I did laugh at that because uh, I know that he has that in them. But he does – he tends to, like, go for real drama and not just, like, oh, she's got the five wick. She's yeah. got the seven yeah. wick. Like, I thought that was funny. But, like, otherwise just this wasn't – I especially for Potomac because yes. Potomac is, like – nonstop jabs, drama, um, back and forth that this was just like, okay, cool. So they have professionally made the distinction of, I will insult your vagina. I will insult the university that you went to. Um, I will insult the man that you, who fathers your children, but you know where I will professionally draw the line is your kids. Like that's okay. what I got out of this.
0: Yeah. I'll drag their dad, but I won't drag them. So yeah.
1: yeah. Otherwise I like, do Oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, I was just gonna say otherwise like I'm I'm out. Like I don't I don't have anything really like specifically from this part of the reunion. I do have a couple of potomac questions for you in general, but oh yeah go ahead. What were you gonna say? Well, what I was going to say just generally
0: the vibe of this reunion is not sitting well with me based on the way Andy Cohen is handling a lot of things in comparison mm-hmm. to the way that he handled a lot of things about Erica Jane. And we could talk about it more when we talk about Erica Jane, but just her behavior at the Beverly Hills 4 part reunion was uh, pretty gross in my opinion. Like I, I just talk about someone who doesn't take accountability or feel any empathy for people and the way that she speaks to people is so inappropriate that to see the juxtaposition that how he handles that, a, a wealthy, or used to be wealthy, who knows, mm-hmm. white woman, and then the way that he speaks to Candace and holds yeah. Candace the fire is truly, like, kind of disgusting. Like, where was that energy for Erica Jane when she called Sutton like, – am I allowed to say what she said? I mean, I don't even know. Like, do we want to go there? But, like, the – bitchy effing see you next Tuesday. Oh,
1: I'm like, I, I love I mean, the C word,
0: so I'm not going to I? I don't from... know if people Yeah, I would I say mean, it if I Yeah, I, you're welcome a bitchy fucking cunt. So, in front of Andy Cohen and Andy Cohen's response is you're a piece of work. But Candace says your mama and she gets a full first part of the reunion dragging her about what an awful person she is and how she yeah. basically deserved to get beat up last year and would deserve it again if it happened to her. And mm-hmm. that didn't sit well with me
1: at all. No, I agree with you. I didn't even think of comparing the two, to be honest. Um, but, like, now that you're bringing it up, it's like, oh, yeah. And so where does race play into this? Um, yeah. Yeah. So, no, I definitely I definitely see what you're saying and can agree with that. Because she definitely – I mean, at the end of the day, Candace hasn't really committed any crimes. I mean, Erica, right. it hasn't been uh, – Whatever it's called for it either, but um she I used the word earlier. Yeah. So whatever was happening. But the way that he kind of was like, How has talking to people worked for you? Right. Like, how is that going? And then like kept going in on her. No, I agree that like, why weren't you talking to Erica this way? I do wonder if uh, and I'm not saying this in defense, just more like this is how my brain's thinking about it is does Andy Cohen have a list of things from Erica's lawyers saying like, she'll be here, but it has to be done this way versus like, who's defending Candace right now? Her, her husbander, you know, that like, um, yeah. So I do wonder if in order for her to show up to the reunion, it was, uh, she'll be here, but you have to handle this in a certain yeah. way. You can, can ask be. these can questions. Um, because that would make some sense. Otherwise, Andy, like you have some introspective things that you need to be doing. Yeah. So, um, speaking of Candace, like, where are you at with her? How do you feel about her?
0: Okay. This might be an unpopular opinion,
1: but I'm a Candace fan. She makes great
0: TV Mm -hmm. and she has driven the last three seasons at least of Mm -hmm. Potomac. Um, So I'm here for her. Do I think she's a disaster? Yes. Do I love watching her on television? Yes. Does she make me laugh? Yes. But I don't agree with some of the things that she says. Like, Mm -hmm. I I do think she hits below the belt. And where I can't stand by Candace is the fact that she is another one that doesn't take any accountability. And, Mm -hmm. And I think that's really what Giselle was trying to drive home with her is that, like, you just have to take accountability for some of the things that you say. And she's kind of like, why? Why? Yeah. And that's, that it's like, okay, you don't have to be so indignant about it, but otherwise I would be on her side a hundred percent. I think mm-hmm. in a lot, of, maybe not a hundred percent, but in a lot of situations, like I was on her side a hundred percent last year in the situation with Monique. Mm-hmm. Um, I was on her side most of the time with this season. Uh, but then, you know, sometimes she just hits below the belt and it's some things that are like, yes, you can say things in the heat of the moment, but you have to understand that it doesn't always land well. And some of the things you say are offensive and just like say, I'm sorry. That's yeah. A- just rein it in. Just rein it in like a, a smidge.
1: Um, if you catch me on so I mean, maybe if you follow me on Twitter, uh, Monday, I might have tweeted that like I just tore a whole softball team I was playing against, like all new assholes. I went off on every single person on that field. Um, it was very candace like I can be very candid-like, I suppress my Candicisms. Um, yeah. so I see a little bit of myself in her, but also like you said there comes a point where it's either the accountability or you have to stop. Like I thought that, especially at the reunion, um, she knew at this point Mia's whole mom story and to continue on about her mom, just like let it go. Insult Mia. And Mia said that, like, come at me, go for it. Like insult my big feet, do whatever, but like leave my mom out of this. And for, I didn't think the, the your mom thing at the beginning was that big of a deal because she didn't know. But then once she knew that's like, you're an adult. If, if someone came at you about your mom that way, like people have insinuated that she's still paying for stuff or whatever, like you flip out. So the fact Mm. that like you, we have to ease up on some of these things, but I don't, I'm not like her biggest fan, but I also am not opposed to her. I just, do wish that keep using your mouth for for good like just yep. people when they deserve to be destroyed but also know when you need to stop that's yes. what i think i need out of candace a little bit more there's a lot of talk on reddit of like fire her get rid of her blah blah
0: reddit has not been a fan of candace i think the general internet has not been a fan of candace since yeah. the beginning Ooh, i don't know what sorry for that sound um but i think I think people are a little bit too hard on her in some instances. Like I said, it's always great to have somebody to root against, and she Mm -hmm. gives us great TV. So, like, let's – we don't want to get rid of every morally not great person. I mean, I don't know what her morals are, but you know what I mean. Like, we don't want just, like, all these prim and proper wonderful people on the show because then we'd have no show. Like, Candace is the perfect person for these shows sometimes. You know, like, it it just feels like she's she's giving us everything that we want and giving – other women a reason to react to her and it's giving us great tv to watch so let's try and like think about it that way and she's funny i mean come on she's funny
1: oh yeah she even manages to give giselle the opportunity to like be the good guy which i don't know how often giselle gets to be the good guy in this show i'm a huge giselle fan by the way like giselle and robin is my favorite duo of any and like i I might even like Robin more than I like Giselle, but I really like the two of them. Um, So like when you have Giselle at a reunion being like, Candace, no, you need to like, it's like, whoa, (laughs) the woman who just like runs her mouth relentlessly, but does it with this like sense of class and grace that she does a great job of it. I respect how she's able to like take Karen down (laughs) so often that – like, if she's telling you that you're doing too much, at that point, you've you reached a line. Right.
0: We need some introspection here. Yes. At that point. Yeah.
1: But I'm not against her. I just am not, like, I'll always want Giselle and Robin there over Candace. And Me too. And
0: I'm worried about Robin because she's not getting a ton of screen time on this reunion. And mm-hmm. we we can't lose her. Like, please keep Robin with us forever. I just, I love her. She brings such, like, a good... Just She brings the show down to earth a little bit and yes. I, I really like that.
1: She definitely does but like she'll still get drunk like when she like was like oh the fuck myself. Yeah. Like, that was amazing. Just, <laughs> yes, that like, was amazing. Yes. That was amazing. Downs four shots of whiskey in mm-hmm. like two and a half minutes. Like Robin can bring that to the show but then also be the voice of reason. Um, I think that's why I like Robin because in these shows with so much drama I tend to like really appreciate the person who is able to be like, okay, everybody breathe. Yeah. Let's look at this from a non-dramatic point of view. And I think Robin does that a lot. Totally agree. Did you agree with Robin and Giselle about Wendy in terms of her transformation from season one to season two or maybe lack of transformation? It depends on what your opinion is.
0: I did. I did agree with Robin and Giselle and maybe that's, again, I don't know if that's controversial or not. I don't know what the general opinion is, but I didn't see what they were doing as body shaming. Wendy had a party to unveil her breast implants and her BBL. And then (laughs) it became a conversation. And I don't think, I mean, yeah, maybe talking about the husband on the blogs isn't great, but Mm -hmm. Eddie is following a bunch of Instagram chicks on his Instagram. Like it it feels like it's, listen, it is what it is. You signed up for the show. You know things are going to get talked about. You can't get that upset about it. I don't think it was a body shaming com- comment. I think it was like a, you are just a different person than you were last season mm-hmm. comment. This is part of it. But there's also just her personality it seems very different. Yeah. Um. And I'm not saying that she lacks substance. She's obviously extremely smart. Right. And I think what to me feels like happened is that the conversation last season was so much focused around her four degrees and she kept saying four degrees I'm Dr. Wendy uh-huh. on this and I think there was a lot of criticism or people kind of poking fun at that on the internet and she probably took that criticism in and wanted to be like a little bit different this season and show another yeah. side of herself but it was obvious it was very obvious that there was a shift in her personality mm-hmm. um and again maybe it was just seeing a different side of her but it it didn't feel like there was any balance it felt like the pendulum swung from one side to the other with Wendy yes. and like it's like who is this person, and it didn't—it didn't feel authentic to me on on Wendy's behalf either.
1: No, I—I mean, I agree with everything you're saying right now. The um, the thing that gets me is I think that if Giselle hadn't said the substance part, yeah, everything's valid. Yeah, everything. Yeah. Um, and like clearly she has substance. She's a very intelligent woman. Um, who has personality and, like, can do all these different things. But other than that, like, I do wonder that if she having the season, like, aired and everything and being able to see it herself, does she, like, have some different opinions on herself now? Like, right. did she get to reflect and think about it? Or are we going to even get more? Like, is she going to double down on this and next season we're going to see – like Zen Wen 2.0 which is like the opposite of Zen at all so I don't know if I need Wendy next season okay because that's my like last question about Potomac is we've had a relatively stable um, cast for this yep um, the most OG's left standing I think
0: yeah in so what city. we had
1: Karen, Giselle, Robin Ashley was season one as well right Yeah. Mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. those four for the whole time Yep, And then Candace has been there for – since season three, I think. Yeah, Candace joined. Season? I think
0: Monique was season two mm-hmm. when she's gone. Um, And then I think Candace was the season after that.
1: Yeah. And then Wendy was last season and Mia this season. Yeah. So mm-hmm. um, we've had a pretty solid core. Now, given – do you want any of that core to leave? No. I would love the four to stay. Mm-hmm. I- I'm not a huge – Ashley
0: fan. Like, I don't really root for Ashley, but again, mm-hmm. makes great TV. She's yeah. a great life. She puts it all out there. And the her and her coronas. I, I wish I never had to see her disgusting husband again, but she she knows she understands the assignment. She knows what she's there to do. She does it and she does it really well. So I can't, I can't slam her for it too much. Giselle and Karen are queens. Robin is a queen. Like I, I don't want to lose any of them.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: The others. Candace, I don't want to see go anywhere. Wendy, where are we going with Wendy at this point? Like, right. I, I just don't know. Mia, I think give her another season, but she feels like she's just trying a little too hard because she knows she's on TV. Mm-hmm. And that kind of feels a little inauthentic to me.
1: Yeah. No, I I agree with that. I don't want to lose. I mean, like I've said, I love Giselle and Robin especially. Um. Karen, like, I, I can't stand her, but in the way that you've described how, mm-hmm. like, you have an appreciation for these people, um, that's kind of how I feel about Karen, where it's like, I don't need to hear about Ray. I don't even, no. like, the Grand Dame, all this, like, uh, she, she's up on this pedestal that she's created herself to me, and so, however, I do think that if you lose Karen, there's a whole dynamic of the show that is gone, um, so, She's like, I would rather have Ashley than her, but at the same time, I'm not, I don't want to lose any of them. I, you took my comment, which I don't need Michael Darby on TV, <laughs> he's disgusting. I could actually lose like all of the husbands except for Juan Dixon. I love Juan Dixon, <laughs> I love Juan Dixon visually.
0: I don't like the way that he spoke or, or handled Robin this season, yes. when obviously she was going through some mental health struggles. The pandemic was not easy on a lot of people. And it felt like she is one of the people who felt that impact really hard. And I didn't like the way that he dealt with that with her. And then kind of the way that he was toward the end of the season where they were talking about having another kid. Mm -hmm. Obviously, he didn't want some of those things aired on camera, but like, this is what you signed up for. Or I mean, you're a part of it, right? You're on the Mm -hmm. show. It's not like you're refusing to film. I don't love the way that he, he handled her, but he is a beautiful man.
1: I he definitely has some rocky points this season Um, from an overall Potomac seasons one through whatever like I've been I, I just like their story I like their yep. redemption arc Um, I do understand Robin's concern of like okay well the last two times I was pregnant you're off like having sex with other women so like mm-hmm. I'm allowed to have these feelings and he doesn't get that um, yep. but I do think he has a valid point of like it's However many years later, I've clearly changed. I've showed you, but I, I would be just as reserved and hesitant, yeah, as her as well. So, yeah. um, but I'm an overall Juan Dixon fan. I could lose all of the husbands from this show, and I don't think we lose a dynamic in. I do like Chris, uh, Candace's husband. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but okay, yes. However, this season I wasn't as big of a Chris fan. And I also felt like they were building up to this like drinking issue that kind of just like
0: mm. oh was... you know what you're right they did zoom in on his glasses like his his alcohol glasses a few times and then it never went anywhere
1: yeah how many times did she's like are you drinking already yeah and that was like a main Chris component this year um, and so that just uh caused me some concern a little bit that if you're like willing to drink that much on camera then like what are you doing off camera and like just concern for his safety but also then like drinking can lead to other issues so that's I I guess it's not so much like not liking Chris it's just he caused me concern this season that I didn't Mm -hmm. see resolved or really like addressed in a way like hey we're concerned about you it was just kind of like thrown out there pretty regularly like
0: Chris, yeah. you're drinking
1: again. Chris, you're drunk. Are you still drunk from last night, Chris? Like, Yeah. Uh, I feel like that was a, a repetitive thing for him that just has me like, oh, well, like, we've also seen you get angry. And so when drinking and yeah. angry, uh, I just uh, – um, it's like this is how I feel when I'm watching like – you know in a movie or a TV show when they're driving and they look at someone for too long yes. while they're driving? Yeah, I can look at what, this like <laughs> – deep feeling of like someone's gonna die. And that's yeah. just like that was the kind of the feeling that I was getting from when he was on screen a lot. Like not someone's gonna die, but just like I feel Another like something gonna bad's drop. gonna happen here. Yeah. When's it gonna happen? You were you are building up to something happening. And so that's kind of like my Chris reservation after this season.
0: That is so interesting. So I I really didn't I noticed what you were saying, but I not to the I guess, to the level that you noticed it. So I'm curious if either they're going to bring it up at the reunion or if they're going to – we're going to see something play out next season.
1: Yeah. But I know we won't lose the husbands. I just – I think that sometimes they're too involved in this show for a show that doesn't need it. Yeah. I agree. agree. So there's – that's how I kind of feel about the men there. Anything else you want to talk about, Potomac, before we get to – the namesake of our, our podcast. No, let's do it. I
0: think we ha- we're have we going to have a lot to talk about with Potomac when Nicki Minaj comes on the reunion. And I have a lot of feelings about it,
1: but I'll save it for when we talk about it, when it actually okay. happens. So perfect. Um, Real Housewives Ultimate Girl Trip, which the um, on Reddit, like, by the way, Reddit, if you want to sponsor our podcast, we've yeah. mentioned you 1,800 times and yeah. it's only going to continue to happen. So just DM me. I just made my tweets open again, literally right before the podcast. <laughs> It took Shout 10 minutes. Shout out to the Bravo Real Housewives <laughs> subreddit. Yes. Um, But you know how they have like the flare tags? Yes. Theirs is just R-H-U-G-T. So the first time I read it, I read it as thug. And I'm just like, <laughs> they spelled thug wrong. And why is thug in all capitals? Like, are they talking about the criminals? And then I'm like, Carrie, you're dumb. Like, why is your brain mixing up these letters? <laughs> and this is what it means. <laughs> well, I, I tweeted it the other day.
0: And I think it's... Th- one of the first, if not the only, housewives like hashtag that doesn't have the O, like Real Housewives of. Well, yeah. I guess Real Housewives Orange County is OC, mm-hmm. but everything else has the O. And this just like I tweeted something on Monday about how even just thrilling it was to hear all of the different uh, theme songs together. I don't mm-hmm. even know if you can consider them a theme song, but like the intro music to all the different cities in one episode and just like hear them played one after another I was like this is giving me everything like I, I just like this the the endorphins that were running through me when I was mm-hmm. watching it I didn't expect to have these feelings but anyway I tweeted about it and I was like this can't be the how ha- the hashtag it looks like someone's like retching or like sick and just like making me mm-hmm. like the <laughs> noise or something I, it, I don't then- love it but it is what it is
1: <laughs> you know how like um it's kind of an a trend type of thing to put like the T at the end of certain words, like period mm-hmm. to like make the point. And that's what mm-hmm. that hashtag also gives me like that mm-hmm. type of vibe of like mm-hmm. rubbed t- like the yep. period. T- and like, yep. I just, I don't anyway, we, we maybe could have done better. We could have maybe had a little bit more foresight on our hashtags and our subreddit yeah. flares, but we're here. It's too late. We got to deal with it. Um, First and foremost, because this only came out how many nights ago? So uh, it wasn't even supposed to come out until
0: tomorrow. So Ooh. it was supposed to start on November 18th, which I believe is tomorrow. It's tomorrow. Uh, and Peacock just randomly tweeted and was like, surprise, we're here with three episodes unlocked early. The first episode is free. The other two, you need premium to watch them early. Mm-hmm. So I haven't dabbled. Like I think we talked about I haven't opened my purse strings for the extra $5. Thinking about doing it for a month and then canceling, but we'll see if I can hold out. Um, yeah, it was just a shock and I stayed up way too late watching the first episode and it was glorious. I was on a high.
1: Mm -hmm. So if you haven't watched yet and are planning on watching and want to save this part of our podcast till after you watch, we invite you to just leave us. It's been real. We will catch you soon. We're coming back. We promise. But, um, I would advise watching before listening to this part because, um, We'll, we'll spoil this episode for you. Yes. And this is and not one you want. It. Yeah, exactly. You do not want to hear us talk about it first and then watch it. Right. You want to see this for yourself like in the flesh and then come back and get to like revel in the conversation about it. Yes. And this is one of those things like obviously the first three episodes are out. They're out there. People are making memes
0: and posting about them. And mm-hmm. I'm like immediately swiping away. I'm like, no, I can't know anything about these two episodes because the first one was just so amazing and better than I ever thought it could be that I need to experience the rest not knowing anything. Like, yes. I, I just want to go in completely unknowing of storylines and what's going to happen. And I'm just – because it, it was just
1: invigorating. All right. So I don't have a lot of notes about this because, um, first and foremost, I've as I mentioned, I'm in the process of watching Atlanta. So I haven't experienced um, – oh, God, am I going to pull a Ramona and call her Portia instead of Kenya? <laughs> <laughs> uh kenya and cynthia, cynthia. right mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. i'm getting there um names are like something i'm the worst at and uh i haven't experienced the new jersey women which is is it melissa and Teresa? yes all yes. right carrie good job crushing yes. it so yes. um because in my notes i just wrote alana and nj women so can mm. you give me and our listeners the yes. insight especially on those four I can probably add in on the other three but especially those four because I know nothing except what I saw last night when I watched this first episode
0: yeah absolutely so Cynthia has been with us I think since maybe season three of The Real House of Atlanta she is not going to be on the new season though which is very interesting Um, she has historically been really good friends with Nini. They had a falling out. She wrote a friend contract for Nini. Um, that was very controversial. She's gotten married twice on the show. Uh, she's a good housewife, but she's very even keel. She's like, she's there. She's friends with the women. She, she kind of keeps it low key, but she's beautiful. We love watching her on the show. She has great fashion. She has great hair. She's just Mm -hmm. gorgeous. Um, she never gave me too much personally, but I've always enjoyed her in the past, but she's very like She's low key, but she's funny. You know, she, she added, she had, she had her place on the show. Um, kind of like a Robin. She has like a similar vibe to Robin where she's more down to earth. Then we have Kenya who is Cynthia's friend, good friend. Um, she's a villain and she fights and she, she's amazing television. I mean, she, she's incredible TV. She has a historical feud with Portia. She has a feud with Nini. She is hilarious she famously um, got dragged by Portia on the reunion and they got into a physical altercation because she brought a, um, I'm trying to think of the word, it, it's it's a scepter, I think, and was pointing a scepter in Portia's face. And that, she's provocative. She likes mm-hmm. to provoke the women. So you know you're going to get drama when Kenny's around, but she's hilarious and she's great. She's great television. And she's also freaking gorgeous. Yeah. She was recently on Dancing with the Stars. Um she took a season off, maybe two seasons, but she's back now. She's going through a divorce. She had a baby at 50. Um, at 50? 50 years old. She, she birthed a baby it? At 50? She sure did. She what shorted. the?
1: That's possible? Yeah.
0: She does. the highest risk it? of pregnancy? Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah.
1: And she doesn't look 50.
0: No. She's beautiful. Not that 50-year-old women aren't beautiful, but she does not look 50. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. she's She's great. New Jersey – these women are so close to my heart. I'm a Teresa – I'm a. I'm a convert, so I was never a Teresa Judice fan. Been watching Real Housewives of New Jersey since the beginning. I, I Carrie, when I tell you it's one of the best cities, I think it's criminally underrated how mm-hmm. good New Jersey is. Did
1: you Teresa's, say criminally because of Teresa or <laughs> – Unintentional. <sorry.
0: laughs> unintentional. Um, I used to be a Manzo fan. For anybody that watched Real Housewives of New Jersey, I was always on the Manzo side – I've switched completely. I did a rewatch over the pandemic and I'm like, what was I thinking? Teresa is, has been in the right this whole time. I had an awakening and I stand Teresa Judice. I stand her. I'm like, I'm here for her. I will ride for her forever. And I'll defend her to the death. If I have to, she's been through so much. She's been, she's just been through to hell and back. She went to jail um her husband got deported her kids she's raising her four daughters the way she says daughters is 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 very new jersey it's the same way
1: yeah like with water how they it's like water yes (laughs) yes um
0: and melissa is her sister-in-law so they never got along historically uh melissa came on the show in season three did with their cousin kathy kathy and melissa did not tell teresa they were coming on the show and they've always had, like, a little bit of a feud underneath it all um, before coming on the show. And they came on the show. They didn't tell Teresa. And the plan was always to kind of, like, take down Teresa. That's kind of what it seemed like. And they always made it seem like Teresa wanted to take down Melissa. I firmly believe that it was the other way around after mm-hmm. after rewatching and kind of thinking about it all. But they have a very... Tense relationship. So that's kind of where some of like the aren't you glad you're here with your sister-in-law. And she's like, Yeah. And then like, you know, she's like, Melissa's not an OG. Just saying. Like, that's kind of yeah. where all of that comes from because they okay. have a, a very deep history. That makes and they're, sense. you know, they're related. So
1: okay. I know. Not really related, but married but by marriage. More about them than I did like five minutes ago. So I appreciate <laughs> that a lot. I mean, there's things that you could um pick up on, like, mm-hmm. um, they really emphasize that Cynthia is like a peacemaker. Yes. And yes. Um, I think – I can't remember if I saw it on Reddit, if it was actually on the actual show. It wasn't the producer, like her calling you a bitch and you like – like something about this is – you getting mad about this when like you do this all the time on your show type of thing. Like, yes. Like they yes. Uh, implied that this is not out of character for her to do. So for Mm -hmm. her to like get upset about it would be a little hypocritical. Um, And then like, I only know of Teresa. I don't know anything about her. I'm saving New Jersey for last. So I will get to (laughs) get to experience her after seeing her on the show, which I think will be interesting to kind of like get the flashback. Yeah. Um, But yeah, then we have our other three, which is Ramona, Luann, and Kyle. Yep. So uh in terms of Kyle, like I think it's a no-brainer that she'd be on the show. Isn't she like an executive producer for Beverly Hills? Like, isn't she somewhere in the like line of so it's command? Not,
0: it's not official that she is, but I I wouldn't be surprised if that were like a secret, like her name was under like a pseudonym in the credits somewhere mm-hmm. because I have a lot of thoughts about that, but I do feel like she produces a lot she was producing a lot on this episode it's kind of just like she stirs the pot i'm a lisa vanderpump stan she's my number one girl forever so i i automatically i'm not for kyle but Mm -hmm. i do think she has her place on the show i think again she's another one who's like kind of normal doesn't cause too much drama but isn't afraid to stir the pot and kind of kick the drama up so but you know she's doing what she has to do
1: yeah and um i do think that she knows what she's doing. She she, she is intentional. She is intelligent. She knows yep. what what consequences her actions have and she is okay with those consequences. Cuz a yep. lot of times she's kind of able to just be like she pours the gasoline on the She fire, does. And then just she like, got to go? See ya." <laughs> yep.
0: Yep, exactly.
1: Always walks um, away unscathed. I have like a sincere problem with Luann still having a platform. Um I have a problem. I don't know if it's as sincere of a pro- problem with Ramona still having a platform. Um, Interesting. I'm. I've always thought Ramona is trash. Like straight up, can't stand the woman. Yes. Despite the fact that I messaged you and was like, we have to name our podcast after something <laughs> Ramona said. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. this is pure gold. Um. So, like, I don't know. The fact that Luann has got to stick around after doing blackface after, like, yeah. I mean, I clearly they don't care about getting arrested up with this series, whatever. Um, all of the stuff from this past season with just like how insensitive and just I don't know if ignorant is too harsh of a word, but like ignorant she is towards like race relations and I don't just... think
0: ignorance too harsh of a word at all.
1: Okay. Um, and I think Ramona's in the same boat to be honest, but Ramona hasn't shown up in blackface to a party. So that's why she's like a degree lower than Luann for me. Um, So I I don't like that they still get this platform. I get what they bring to the show and um, it's hard to ignore that. But how much can you ignore, I guess? Right. So... um, you're a much better historian than I am. What what do the people well, first of all, one of my best skills is watching a season of a especially reality TV show and forgetting everyone and everything that happened. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not joking. That's I'm how okay. I feel about every show except Housewives. For
0: some reason I retain it. Everything else, like survivors. That's why earlier I said I'm not a survivor or a big brother a super fan, because I it it doesn't stay with me the same mm-hmm. way that these women stay with me for some reason.
1: Yeah, I'm like that with the challenge. I'm pretty good mm-hmm. at remembering stuff from the challenge and like being able to go back and be like, "Oh yeah, this isn't this, this," but other than that, it's like it, it happened in that season, okay? I'm out. Like, please leave my memory. I need space for this next upcoming season. It's so what does someone who hasn't experienced Luann and Ramona throughout uh New York have to know about them?
0: So, I think Ramona I what I feel so To talk about a little bit what you just said about Luann and Ramona, I feel the same way. I'm just more heavily leaning toward Ramona shouldn't have a platform than Luann, Mm -hmm. but I, I, I don't disagree with anything that you said. The blackface was terrible. She dressed up as Diana Ross for a Halloween party. It
1: was not good. I mean, it wasn't. Also, how did it get stopped? How did Bravo, not, not one single producer be like, But I can tell you how it didn't get stopped. It's probably because there's not a single black producer on that show at the time, and Mm -hmm. that's why people are like, "Oh, she's just dressing as this famous singer, and not like, Uh, yeah." It it was a
0: really bad, yeah, Yeah. really bad situation. I think the issues with Luann are a little bit more isolated. Where Ramona, I feel like it kind of just like lives with her throughout, and you can kind of it's just like always present that she's so problematic. Where Mm -hmm. Luann, it's like. She'll do something and then it's like you can almost chuck it up to her being ignorant even though like I don't I'm not giving her an excuse because it's not okay and there's no reason to be ignorant and and there's no excuse for it. But it feels like it's it's these more isolated incidents whereas Ramona it's just constant Mm -hmm. and she doesn't reflect where I feel like Luann you see these things with her and she she got arrested for assaulting a police officer she goes and she helps women who are homeless uh you know when she 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 volunteers it seems like she does something so it's like she gets sometimes sober, she's okay she yeah she like, got she sober does, she's tr- almost feels like she's trying to better herself where Ramona's just like happy living in her shit and that and is where yeah, like she's I just like I apologized yeah okay she, but
1: you've apologized for the same thing yeah she doesn't times. grow there's no yeah.
0: growth no personal growth with Ramona whereas sometimes I can see that Luann is at least trying to grow so like that's why I feel like it's less offensive for Luann, even though they're both offensive. Mm-hmm. Ramona is a true monster of a person. She's mm-hmm. a monster, but she is, uh, I, I, don't, I don't even know what to say because I really, truly don't think that there's a way that Bravo can bring her back for, for New York. So the background on New York is New York had their first black housewife this past season, Ebony. Things did not go well uh, with these old white women, specifically Ramona, and... Um, There's an investigation going on behind the scenes at Bravo because of racial insensitivities. They've canceled the reunion for the first time in Real Housewives history. New York has been a pillar of the Real Housewives. And it's always been everybody's Everybody loves New York. New York always delivers. They're not coming back until 2023 because of the fallout from this one season of just having one black woman on the show. So that's kind of like where we're at it's like and it shook the earth because not, like to of- be
1: clear the fallout not because of the black woman no but the way that these how ignorant racist women, women. acted yes. yes. and interacted yes. with the black woman who is cast so yes, not i'm not exactly. saying that you said that but i just want to make yes, sure thank that you if, if someone it, yeah. were to come and like pick this up and Wait, be like what? did you yeah. know what katie said yeah no
0: thank you yes <laughs> so- um Thank you for elaborating on that. Yes, um, yes.
1: I, that was completely uh, having your back, not trying to well actually
0: you. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, And I appreciate it. Um, But yeah, so that's kind of like where we're at with them. So kind of to see Ramona on the show is surprising. I do appreciate that we're seeing the worst of her and they're not making her look good. Mm -hmm. So it feels like they're like, Oh, we have to edit her to look as awful as she actually is instead of like trying to save her a little bit. Cause it feels like to me, maybe they know that she's not going to be back Mm -hmm. for another season. I just don't see a way that they could ever bring her back. Yeah. She's making, she's making the show right now. I mean, it's the, really the reactions to her that's making this at least in the first episode. We'll see what comes, but
1: I'm uncomfortable watching her on TV at this point. To me, like, so as being – I don't know if I can say super fan for the challenge, but it's my favorite TV show. Um, they, they're they doing their All-Stars series, just mm-hmm. like how we're seeing the All-Stars version of Housewives in, like, a non-competition form, whatever. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And they're bringing back people to this All-Stars series who, like, didn't really get invites back for different things. And um, – Because it's on this like streaming service and it's not on the TV series or the TV channel. And so I wonder if we're seeing similarities and like, Mm. well, it's not like we're putting her on TV. You have to like, you can't flip through your TV and find Ramona right now. But if you are choosing to watch her, that's on you because you are going onto Peacock and watching this. And we know she's going to bring in ratings for our streaming service, which – the more we can build this up right now, the better it can become. So I wonder if it's something like that, like you had mentioned, like we're going to give her this side platform right now, mm-hmm. knowing she's not going to come back, but um, also knowing like the benefit of having her in this series. So Yes, I can see that. I think she has been a pretty big part of
0: the, press uh mm-hmm. for it she was on watch what happens live last night with the rest of the women i know she's out in la doing some promos for it so i would have liked to have seen them kind of maybe leave her out of it it would to me to equate it to something that happened in the challenge it would be like if they brought camilla back for me oh, like yes. obviously she a is a lot going on with her right now yes. yes i've been keeping up and shout out to leroy we stand yes. um yeah so that's kind of like how i would think of her is she's kind of like a camilla like figure she's problematic she and you know camilla made good tv too she was Mm -hmm. a train wreck she was fun to watch but there has to come a point where it's just like okay enough is enough like it's not it's not worth this um and i think we're almost at that point with ramona but they're squeezing a little bit of juice out of her Mm -hmm. still for this and i think you know for season two there's been a season two they filmed already uh i know different women it's different women it's going to be at Dorinda's house uh, in the Berkshires. Dorinda.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Yes. In the Berkshires. Yes. Wow. Um, I need to go look this up after. Who? Like, yes. can't, are you able to rattle off who else is?
0: Um. I know that Vicky and Tamara from the OC are going to be on. I know that Brandy Glanville from Beverly Hills is on. Okay. Obviously, Dorinda. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely missing some, but the a one lot of that blondes. I didn't... A lot of blondes. The one that I did want to call out is Phaedra, and I know you haven't gotten there yet, but there have been mm-hmm. some some terrible things that Phaedra has done on Real Housewives. And it's like, again, it's like they wouldn't bring her on the real show because I think the women wouldn't film with her because of yeah. some of the things that she's done um, and accusations that she's made. But they could put her on this thing because, like, the fans still like her and she was funny, so we'll put her on this and we'll make people happy. But I, I'm a little surprised that they put Phaedra on the show. Same way that I'm surprised that Ramona is on this show. Or at least, I don't know, the filming schedule. But yeah, feels like... It was a little close. It was a little close.
1: Yeah. Um, Well, let's get to Ramona because like you said, she has been the centerpiece of why last night's episode was as good as it was. Or by last night, I mean, I watched it last night. But whenever Mm -hmm. you watch it, it, generally you. Um, So first and foremost, where we got our, our title from, when she they're all talking about their own series of like, well, Beverly Hills is the most watched. And this and like we're the longest like on TV. I like that Ramona's like on the longest like OG, but hasn't Luann been there the same amount of times? Yeah, as Luann's her?
0: been there since season one. So uh, I, I don't
1: know why Ramona
0: there was one season that Luann was demoted to a oh friend she was of. a
1: friend because she like moved to
0: the Hamptons. Yeah, but she's still on the show. I
1: mean she was still on the show. Yeah. So she's
0: she's been there since the yeah. beginning.
1: Okay. I guess if she wants to make that stipulation, I can. I would have to back Ramona in that for, because that mm-hmm. one technicality. But um, so she was like, "Yeah, the New York Times said we were the cool water show where people at work, when they would like need a break, they would go and drink cool water, and talk about our show." And someone's yes. like, "Do you mean the water cooler?" Yeah, everyone's show? like, "It's the water cooler show, not a cool water show." She's just such an idiot. She's such a freaking I was idiot. Dying at that, like I. I thought it was so funny and because I knew it wasn't on purpose. Like it was a genuine oh, yeah. like Ramonaism, And And yeah. um, so that's where we named our show after. I, I cool texted Katie immediately. It was just like, uh, this is it. Yeah. <laughs> this has to be it. Yeah. Um, but she calls uh, Kenya a bitch on the plane. Yeah, this was like so wild. So this,
0: it starts off. With her calling Kyle and saying Teresa's like a scarecrow with no brain. So that's before she even, I mean, maybe she's met talk her about in the past. the
1: pot calling the kettle black. I <laughs> mean,
0: truly, truly. Uh, talk about like self-introspection or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like you have no self-awareness whatsoever. Then on the plane, she's talking about how she went down to Turks and Caicos Flirted, that's where the, the show is taking place mm-hmm. is they're filming in Turks and Caicos. And they're on a private jet together and she talks about how she went down there, and met this guy. She was flirting with him. While she was married, she said, I I decided I didn't want to be with my husband anymore. And Kenny's like, Oh, so you're married.
1: And it just goes off the rails yeah. from there. Uh yeah, like or I can't remember what led to like her calling her a bitch, like the specific sentence, but like, but none she didn't need to call her a bitch. straight up doesn't no, need to. No, no. I thought Kenya handled it well. I thought so too. I thought so too.
0: It also helped. That I don't know what I would have like, done
1: in that moment. Oh, I would have flipped out. I know, one hundred percent. I'd yeah. be like, "Bitch, like, <laughs> all right, right." Um, but I do think that it helped that everyone was like, "Excuse me, but right. who are you?" Like, no, 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 no. You need to right. stop. Like, people shut it down quickly, which I thought um, was good because I also think that. If you like fan those flames a little bit, you could have had even a bigger scene and bigger drama, especially because they're in a confined space. Like Ramona can't pull her stunt of walking away like she normally does when she's involved in conflict. Um, Mm -hmm. So that probably like ended the best way it could for Ramona. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, So they land, they get to the house. Oh, well, let's backtrack on the plane. Cynthia right is like I'm so glad you're talking about this because yes yes she's like listen Kenya just had a baby she's going through a divorce I think she should get the best room because if you watch housewives you know on every trip it is such a debacle over who gets the best room um and usually it's like the person hosting the trip gets the best Mm -hmm. room but none of them are hosting it and you have a lot of, like, the lead characters who tend to get the best room on their yeah. season. So then it's, like, who gets it? And, Ram- like, Ramona notoriously gets the best room. Yes. She's a monster when it comes to getting the room. Yes. The one thing I do want to –
0: Cynthia brought a large photo of Kenya's daughter, Brooklyn. A mm-hmm. very large photo, like a poster oh, board. and a ribbon. And the- a <laughs> giant – pair of scissors and was just standing there talking about how she's going through a divorce this is the first time she's left her daughter with this huge pair of scissors in her hand and I truly thought she was going to chop up that damn picture of her daughter she didn't she brought a ribbon I don't, I don't understand like the oh cut the umbilical cord she was saying mm-hmm. but it was just like so bizarre I was like is she about to like hack up this picture of this baby like what is happening here with these huge scissors it was Bizarre. it was like a bizarre scene
1: I didn't really know what was going on so as a former summer camp director and a current teacher who doesn't have a classroom, I live out of my backpack. Yes. I've had two pairs of regular size scissors seized by the TSA. How did those get through security? That's oh, what I want to know. Oh, That's a great question. <laughs> oh, you know, it's a private a jet. Because it's a private jet. But I saw that and I was like, I had regular scissors that I just used to cut paper in a classroom that hadn't been seized by TSA. And she can bring on blades that can cut off someone's head. Unbelievable! I Huge. am upset by the elitism happening. Like, yeah. I'm not in the right tax bracket to keep my scissors. <laughs> but yeah, those. Yeah. all of a sudden I'm like, because a lot of the times I'll like play games on my phone while I'm watching these. So I'm like listening, but I'm not exactly like watching all the time. And I just look up and there's just giant pairs of scissors on the screen. <laughs> so bizarre um it was a weird like connection like cutting the umbilical, umbilical cord. yeah it was just very strange like, like her leaving your like, baby for the first time so yeah. we're cutting okay like a little much but the fanfare and the the notion of like give her the best room is appreciated yes until and ramona agrees yeah ramona's like okay yeah, i can get the next master. best room yeah until they get to the house and then ramona runs like the little rat that she is Yes. Up to the best room and just lays in the bed in, like, all of her clothes, her shoes, everything. And, like, waits for everyone to get there and is, like, I'm right here. It was a joke. Yeah, she I'm trying to me funny. I'm right here. Yeah, we have this, like, concierge, which is weird.
0: Yeah. Like, the whole concierge thing, I feel like the production of this is very strange. Like, you can tell... We have a theme song with lyrics mm-hmm. that says, like, housewives in the island. It's just very strange. But then we have, like, a, this focus on this concierge guy. So they're all introing themselves to this guy. And she just, like, scurries in, like you said, the rat that she is. And she's like, where's the lady's room? And then she just, like, goes and gets the lay of the land. And then la- she doesn't take the master, but she takes the next yeah. best room. Um, and she la- – you're right. Her dirty fucking feet and gets in the bed and all of her clothes that she was just on a plane with just sitting there sipping her water like a fucking, I don't know. It's just uh she's like just, Ramona. she's an animal. Yeah. yes.
1: Like there's no other way to describe it. Even she
0: doesn't Luanne, know these women. If she can yeah. get away with this in her cast because they're just like, it's just Ramona, whatever, typical. But like, she does not know these women.
1: Mm-hmm. And even Luann's just like, yeah. I, I, I come from the same place, but please do not let me in with her. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I, I bear no responsibility for the actions taken by this woman. Um, So then like as they're walking around the house and stuff, like Ramona jumps in the shower and how many people see Ramona naked before like the second commercial break of the show? All of them? This is like, yeah, it had to be all of them. And it's like she stays in
0: the room and Kenya and Cynthia go up to be like, Ramona, you can't have this room. Like you need to be considerate. You have to make it fair. And she's – Fully nude in the shower. And we see, we basically see her naked. I mean, they blur, but like we get, we get it. We know what we're missing here in these like small little blurs. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh my God, I didn't, never needed to see this much of Ramona ever in my life. Um, So they saw her naked. And then Teresa comes in with the concierge and she, and the concierge sees her naked. It's like, everybody sees her naked Mm -hmm. and she has no shape. She's just standing there showering herself with the shower head, completely nude in front of the camera. It's just wild. I never do that with the shower head. Like, Me I, have one I never of those. take it down. Yeah, I don't like, take it down. I, have, I take like, it down to like rinse the shower down, but not myself. I yeah. leave it up.
1: I have like a regular shower head. And then there's, cause I think to like make the bathroom handicap accessible, mm. they have the removable one. And it's yeah. just like, I never do, I feel like the rest of my body would get cold. So anyway, when I her doing yeah. that, like, that's a weird showering technique. That's Very not what weird. I do. But then I, but then when I see things like that, I'm like, am I the weird one? Does yeah. everybody else wrong? do this? And I just don't know. Um, if anybody's listening, let us know how you shower. <laughs> Actually, when I just started mentioning that, like someone left the live thing. <laughs> They're like, don't need to know. Sorry.
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm so, so sorry. sorry.
1: My no bad. judgment. Yeah. just But th- those are things I genuinely wonder when I see this. Like, oh, am I weird or are they weird? And then yeah. how do I bring this up to figure out if I'm the weird one? Right. Um, well, so I'm with you. Okay, good. Yeah. then it's two versus one and it's the one is Ramona. <laughs> yeah. So we're definitely right. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Um so everyone kind of just got like gives up and is like, "All right, Ramona, do your thing. Like take it. It's not worth the hassle." Like Kyle and Melissa were friends before this, so they like take the like the bathroom which kind of like is nicer than anything I've ever stayed in my entire life.
0: Yeah, but when you see that villa, you're like, "There's no other rooms because it's huge. It's yeah. like a huge estate." I don't know how there are only 6 bedrooms and they get Melissa really got the short end because she got like a bunk bed, yeah, in a room with no window. Like what? I don't know how she pulled the short straw on that one, but like Kyle's, I think the half of her room they share a bathroom, mm-hmm. and I think Kyle's has like a, I don't know if it has a balcony, but it has a window at least.
1: Yeah, and uh, Melissa's just doesn't have a window at all. Nope. And you know they did that on purpose, so it's like there's yeah. gonna be a disagreement about this, but I think it went a lot better. I don't think that they expected the disagreement to happen when they selected this house like oh there's this shit room the disagreement is going to be over the shit room when really it's melissa's just like all right i'm i'm without a window for like eight days which kind of sucks and kyle's like i can take the second worst room but then it's ramona and everybody like going with that i just Mm -hmm. i bet you they were surprised in a way like i'm sure they weren't surprised by ramona's antics but it's like oh we thought like we would get drama after or out of someone having to stay in this bunker <laughs> yeah. when really like Melissa's like, whatever. Okay. Fine by me. Like I'm getting a paycheck. It, it sounded like they were trying to put Ramona in that room yes. when they
0: were all talking about it. And Luann was like, that's not happening.
1: Yeah. She already, she was like, no, that's like, not like she's not. You want to deal with her like crying, yeah. kicking and screaming, go for it. But mm-hmm. best of luck on that one. Um. So then I really, does. you have to refresh my memory. If anything really happens before we get to, dinner like was there anything oh they were they were sitting at the meal um I don't know if like anything oh yes something worthwhile happens Ramona's not wearing shit <laughs> she's <laughs> naked she and is naked again yes she is wearing like a thong she's wearing nipple covers and she's wearing a very 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 see-through cover-up and oh, it's like a
0: knit it's like a white knit cover-up that comes like to her thigh but it like when I say knit,
1: it's like open. It's like um, not. It's like like macrame type of. Thing. Yes, yes, yes. It looks like, like macrame. those plant holder type of things. She was wearing yes. a plant holder cover up. <laughs> yes. Um. I think I can't remember which what the New Jersey women said it, but was like, "Can I see her asshole?" Right? Yeah. Lisa <laughs> uh, was like, "Is that her asshole?"
0: And she's talking to the concierge in the kitchen, trying to get like justification. For why she took the room, yeah. and the one of the chefs is like, my son is so considerate, and she's like, oh, that's your son. So it's like his mom works there. She's there, and there's the sixty plus year old she's naked 65. ass. Lady. Yes, naked ass lady standing there talking to
1: her son. It's just so. It was just a sight to be seen. It was just bizarre. Yeah, I mean, like even not saying anything like bad about Luann, but like Luann came out in a very like small bathing suit mm-hmm. and. I'm sure that comments would have been made about Luann if Ramona didn't show up in what she showed up. <laughs> yeah, for, sure, for um, sure. Yeah, that was wild. I'm just like what she she knew it. Like, I don't know if she had a strategy. I don't know if she's smart enough to have a strategy or if she really was just like I if it's maybe um inferiority type of thing where it's, like, I'm meeting these women who also are on TV and are popular in their own right, and I know I'm the oldest, but, like, I need to look the best, and, like, her version of looking the best right now is just, like, not wearing anything. Yeah. I, I don't even know even what... the dress she wore to dinner is, like – was, like, lingerie. Yeah, and they were saying that you could see through
0: her – the top of her shirt, and she wasn't wearing a bra.
1: Yeah. So I, I don't know what she was
0: going for. She was going for something, obviously – I don't know what it was, whatever it was, wasn't working.
1: And she was out in the ocean, right? With um, Luann. She's like, I look sexy, yeah. right? Like I look good. Right. And Luann's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, please stop talking to me forever. Yeah. Um, so Ramona just naked and taking bedrooms and calling people bitches. Um, until we get to dinner and yeah. at dinner, they kind of bring up, like, everything that had been happening and people were just being like, nah, Ramona, like, you're kind of being an asshole. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And she's like, well, I'm the apologizer. I apologize. And Cynthia comes in and just like, let me talk to her because things were escalating pretty quickly. Yeah. How do these people last together for the next seven days with Ramona there? I don't know. I was trying to think of, like, how I would
0: handle something like this and, like – I would be like, I got to stay in my own place. Like I can't even be in this. House. Like that's, mm-hmm. I, I feel like I would just need like a. Whew. Um. So I, I give them credit for being able to to do this and stay with this woman. Cause if this is what day one, I mean, this is what it's like on the plane and they're staying there for what, eight days. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know. How, well, it's good for, it's great for us. Let's just mm-hmm. say that. it's going to be great for us.
1: Yeah. Um. Do you think, so Cynthia pulls her aside and is like, you have to realize that, what you're saying might not be, like, how people are taking it and you're coming across as very self-centered and uh, tries to give Ramona the pep talk that many a cast members before (laughs) her have tried to give her. Mm -hmm. Um, Ramona goes back and apologizes. Do you think Cynthia realizes that, like, this is an act? She she must know about Ramona. Like, she must know.
0: I I think she was probably just trying to get everybody – to chill because it was day one. Yeah, so that's kind of where I'm like, okay, I get. I don't. I think she was just trying to like make them coexist in peace.
1: Mm-hmm. I love that. Like on the ride over to dinner, it was who Ramona, Teresa, and was it Kenya? Kenya? In the back. And, mm-hmm. and and so like Ramona tries talking. Like when's the sunset? And they're just like looking out the windows. Yep. Like there's birds chirping. Yep. No humans speaking. Yep. Um, Ramona was the centerpiece of the show. This she episode really was this episode, yeah.
0: I, I I hope it's not like that for the rest of the time. I hope we get some more other women to shine because like we can't we just can't do this with Ramona anymore. We can't. We have to let her go. So I I just hope we get we get at least one episode with like everybody gets their shining moment. Yeah. And God help us if this is Ramona's shining moment because she was not shining. <laughs>
1: no, I mean, if for her, it's shining, though. Like, she, yeah. I mean, she even said, like, my fans say that I need the best bedroom. Like, no, you're – who are your fans? Put me in a room with your fans. Actually, you don't. She's, like, I will not come out of that alive. <laughs> no. She, she's very much delusional. Like,
0: the 45th president was delusional.
1: I, I don't even know too. who you're – this just – Oh, I'm I don't. Gonna... I don't recognize that. Oh, I was trying to just. Oh, sorry. You I know, thought you really were like. I no, don't know. no, no, no. Trust me. <laughs> I know I was who like, forty-five is. I just, I just let try me to save avoid it at all costs. Um, they're, no, Well, I mean, like they're like pals. So there's actually, and did I say this to you the last time we talked about housewives, or maybe it was just to Leo? The two of them talk so similarly, Donald Trump mm-hmm. and um, and Ramona that especially when I first started watching uh, New York I was like oh my this is the female Donald Trump like yeah, she talks, really is. the cadence of her voice and the way she says things I just had such a hard time especially because like Donald Trump was much more prevalent like at the time when I was watching New York than he is now that I was just like I I don't I, this is hard for me like this is very hard yeah. for me um yeah. But yeah no they're they're one in the same they I'm are. not actually. Have they ever been seen in the same room? Maybe they are the same person. Oh, uh, it's know, like the worst version of like a superhero. is it an really anti hero. I don't know. No. But <laughs> um, yeah. did we get a preview of next week? I don't really remember. I might have turned it off before we got one. We got like a... A flash forward to five days later. Oh, that's a far time for an eight day trip.
0: Yeah, it was like everybody was fine. And then it flashed forward to five days later. They were at a dinner. Mauricio was there for some reason, which I was like, oh. why is Mauricio on the ultimate girls trip? But okay. Um, I mean, shout out to Mauricio. We like him.
1: He's a good house husband. Didn't he say that he like got the property for them or whatever? Was I think he so. saying that at the beginning of the thing? So I wonder yeah. if that's part yeah. of it. I don't Probably. Know.
0: Um, And someone was talking about how Ramona, Kenya brought up how Ramona blackmailed Luann. And I don't know what this story is. And I don't know what they're alluding to. Because Mm -hmm. from what I remember, I don't remember that happening. So uh, at least on camera. So I'm here to hear what it is. But that's like where we left off where it's like, oh, everybody's getting along. And then it's like, actually. Yeah. No. Um, So we'll see how that plays out.
1: Ramona blackmailing Luann. Yeah, I feel like I remember something happening with like blackmail and Luann, but I don't remember Ramona being involved. But I, I could also just be making things up in my head right now. Um, like I've said, I'm very good at forgetting things that have happened in previous seasons. So, and that was a lot of seasons ago for me in terms of Housewives. Yeah. Um. All right. Well. If you watch the two episodes after this, one, I'm jealous of you for having that extra $5 to spend. Um, <laughs> two, don't tell me what happens. Yeah. I'll probably get there. I'll probably, I might get there this weekend. I might not. It depends, hmm. but. I know uh, I'm I'm
0: waffling on what to do here. If I want to shell it out or if I want to wait until they get released naturally.
1: Um, so we'll see. We will see. Uh, we are planning on being a consistent podcast for your Real Housewives needs so um, if you were listening and enjoyed this you are lucky in getting us back and if you didn't enjoy it well you and Ramona can go out to a nice dinner together because that's (laughs) what I think of you. (laughs) Um, Katie want to plug anything in terms of social media or maybe a twitch or other things you might do in this great internet universe?
0: Sure. I would love to. So, uh, you can find me on any social media platform, maybe not any, but on Instagram and, uh, Twitter on at Katie. Um, I tweet about reality TV. Sometimes I tweet about political views. So if you don't like that kind of thing, then I'm sorry in advance. Um, I don't really post on Instagram, so I'm not worth the follow to be completely honest. And, uh, you can also find me on Twitch at real Katie with an underscore at the end because someone else stole real Slim Katie from me. Um, and there I just play some like little games uh i know that's a weird thing to say little games but i just you know i play i'm not good at video games i'm not like really a gamer but it's fun to just like throw one on play casually and just chat with the chat so come by there that's really like where we get into a lot of conversations about survivor big brother really anything and everything um it's a really good community i haven't been there as much as i would like to be but we're we're gonna get back on track with that uh this week so hope to see you there.
1: feel free to throw a follow so that I put a banner. I made it very quickly for you. That's thank your Twitter you. one, right? But, yes. and we'll make a Twitch one for you for next time. Oh, thank you. I'll
0: put the Twitch one in my, uh, in my name here next time with the underscore.
1: Oh, nice. Okay, cool. Yeah. And then I have one of these little banners as was remade. Here we go. Yay. Uh, I just made my tweets public again. So, um, sorry in advance for what you can see, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't stream. Uh, I had to take a little break from all of the being on things and talking, but we're back in full force. Um, If you're following me on Twitter, you got an education rant yesterday because I am sick of the current state of education. And if you want to talk to me about that, I'm your girl. (laughs) I'm ready. I am ready and raring to go on that one. But um, we will – Hopefully, I don't want to like put words in other people's mouths. Maybe get uh, like end of season challenge podcast going. I know I wasn't there for the circle, but um, maybe we can like go back and do a, a recap or post watch. Like, I know a bunch of people already watched it, but um, I'm hoping that we'll get to see more of us on podcasts coming up soon. So follow us on silent Podcast for all of your. Um, reality tea. i almost said social media needs i'm like i know that's not the word i'm looking for <laughs> but there is something else all right so now i have to find the brand thing give me a second guys it's been a while since i've done this um well, look there's that where is it we have a whole thing of like follow oh here we are okay so Ooh. look it we, we got there um, Orange. We are on YouTube silent podcast. We are on Twitter at silent underscore podcast, and we are on Twitch Silent podcast as well. Um, follow us on all of those. The more followers we get, the better like those things are. And Katie could probably explain that better than I can. Um, and so subscribe all those good things, you know, but we're here on behalf of sound podcast where we are anything but silent. We will catch you at some point next week. It's a holiday. Um, And so, you know, there's whatever comes with holidays, but you'll hopefully almost definitely see us next week where we're talking more housewives and we are promising you at some point in the very near future, maybe after Potomac ends, just a straight up Erica Jane Beverly Hills. Like that's the only thing we're talking about that time because we have a lot. A lot of information, a lot of things to say, and we know that that is a hot topic in the Real Housewives world right now, and we don't want to dilute that with anything else, especially because, like, we have Jen Shaw to keep us entertained. So, yes. Yes. Um, But we will catch you next time. Thanks for tuning in this time, and we will see you real soon. Enjoy the rest of your week, and uh, sorry, we got a comment that distracted me. Such a bad (laughs) sign-up, but bye. We will catch you uh, next time we are on this live podcast.